This podcast episode has been brought to you by the online blogging course created to help you launch your blog in less than seven days. You will learn how to build a strong foundation for your blog, gain wisdom tips on how to be a successful blogger, followed by three full training videos showing you step-by-step on how to launch your blog. Once purchased, you will have a lifetime access to the course and a special bonus to consult with me as a coach. To take advantage of this offer, please see the link below in the show notes. So there's an elephant in the room that has been secretly haunting some of us, keeping us from succeeding, accelerating, and meeting our fullest potential in faith, in business, and just our overall life. And that elephant is identified as perfectionism. This is a condition that has keeping us back from being and doing what we are supposed to do. So stay tuned as we unpack signs of perfectionism and tips on how to overcome perfectionism. Let's get this work, y'all. Hey, cousins, welcome to the De La Sabio podcast. This is your host, De La Sabio. I am a full-time entrepreneur, a happy one at that, managing a branding consulting business. I am also a speaker, blogger, writer, leader, Well, let's just say I am an influencer. In this journey, we believe in being the best version of ourselves, keeping Jesus at the center of our lives and truly enjoying our success. Let's get this work, y'all. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to yet another episode in this podcast. I am your host, Dela Sabio, and I am honored to be back yet another week to discuss another topic with you guys. So as you can see, the title of the episode is Perfectionism, and it's definitely something that it's not really spoken about. And I went ahead, I did some research. The Lord was talking to me about it. I have a little testimony to share with you on um, why we're even talking about this at this time of the year. First, let's dive into the definition of perfectionism. So perfectionism is defined as refusing anything less than perfect. And it can also be defined as excessive self-criticism. Do you refuse anything that is less than perfect? Are you excessively criticizing yourself? You know, this is interesting because I often hear people say that there's no such thing as perfect. But if we really think about it in our own minds, we all have a definition or vision of what perfect look like. In order for something to look good or for it to be okay, it looks a certain way in our head. For example, if you're putting together an outfit, you know, in order for you to be content with that outfit, you have already envisioned how it's going to look in your head. So if it doesn't look like what you see in your head, then it's not perfect. So it's interesting because if it's not how we see it, then we refuse it. We don't want it. And that's what perfectionism is all about. And it's also about being excessively hard on yourself, that if you're not producing something that is not perfect or good in your eyes, then you won't do it. You won't accept it or you won't even get involved with it. 
which is really bad. And oftentimes it keeps us back from major opportunities and it also keeps us back from growing as a person. So it's interesting because a lot of us are secretly battling with this condition and we have flex this muscle for so long if we flex it so hard that it has become a norm in our lives so we just strive for perfection there's no room for mistakes it's either go or no you know and it's not healthy it's just not healthy and which is why I'm so excited to talk about this today to bring light into the darkness and just to bring some clarity into just confusion because this is not good. And if we continue to wear our perfectionist mask, then we won't get to where we need to go because we will only stagnate and just slow down the process in which where God is trying to take us. People who are identified as perfectionist and they deal with this condition of perfectionism are people who often fear failure people who feel inadequate, and they have major insecurity issues. These people are super, super afraid of failing. And if it's anything less than perfect, then they won't do it. And which is also interesting because when we say perfectionism or perfectionist, some people wear that title as as something positive, as something good, but this actually can turn into a mental issue. It's not all the way good. You know, it really depends how you put it. But in this context in which we were discussing today, perfectionism is not good for business and it's not good for faith either. Researcher Bren Brown says that perfectionism is used as a protection against blame, judgment and shame. In other words, perfectionism is about protection. You are protecting your identity. You're protecting yourself. You're protecting your views. You're protecting your ideas. You're protecting your image so that you won't be blamed for something, so that you won't be looked less than perfect, so that you won't be judged and that you won't be shamed for something you've done, said, or however you look. It's a mechanism. It's a, it's a reflex. Perfectionism is a reflex. And really, it's a, it's a cover-up because you're unable to be yourself. So you're busy protecting yourself, putting on a mask, and in all reality, you're not really growing in the places that you are to grow. You're not really getting anywhere because you're too busy wearing a mask. You're, it's not real. Perfectionism is not real. Working in excellence and being a perfectionist is two different things. You can work in excellence and get things done in the way that it should be done. But when you are being a perfectionist, you're going to the extreme. So meanwhile, a someone who's working of excellence, they can actually get the work done. And even if there's a few mistakes done, um, a few mistakes along the way, something wasn't said right, there's a few errors in the email, it will still be sent at the end of the day rather than a perfectionist who is someone that if it's not perfect, if everything that I want to say, it's not said in this email and if it's not flowing in the way I want it, I'm not going to do it. And if the language isn't right, if the punctuation isn't right, it's I won't do it. 
And I can attest to that example right there because I remember like I wouldn't answer emails on my phone because I wouldn't like the structure and the font that is sent from my iPhone when I'm replying to an email. So what I will do is I would wait till I get home to answer the emails, but sometimes I would get home too late. And so it will cause me to procrastinate and say, you know what, I'll get it done tomorrow. You know, like I know I'm not the only one like and it, it's it's bad because get it done. It's not that deep. The It's a simple email. The person on the other hand waiting for me to reply the email just wants to read the word. They don't care about the font. They don't care about the size. They don't care about the margins. They just want the email. They want the answer and they want it right away so they can move forward in what they have to do. But for me, what I used to do is I used to procrastinate and just wait till I to the perfect time to do it, to the perfect margins and the fonts and everything, just making sure that it looked good before I sent it. Not good at all. Not good at all. So a few weeks back, I shared a quote on Instagram that read, perfection is the enemy of profit. And I was sharing how Oftentimes we can fall into the trap of being arrested to perfection. I need a perfect website in order to start. I need a quality camera in order to start my YouTube channel. I need a team in order to start. And it's all excuses because there's never a perfect time. Let's be honest, there isn't. It's about being a doer. So I wanna share with you a scripture that I have found. It's in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verses four and five. And I'm reading it from the New Living Translation. And it reads, watch this. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. In other words, there's never gonna be a perfect weather in order for you to start planting. You can plant any time. If you're not planting, you're watching. So if you're watching, you're too busy watching everybody around you looking to see which which grass is greener than the other, you will never harvest because you're distracted. So if you're waiting for the perfect time, you're procrastinating. And if you are just watching everybody else do what they're supposed to do, you're just keeping yourself back from being where you're supposed to be. There's no such thing as a perfect time. And verse five reads, just as you cannot understand the path of the wind or the mystery of a tiny baby growing in its mother's womb, so you cannot understand the activity of God who does all things. In other words, only God can determine when is the perfect time. He knows when is the perfect time. We don't. We were not created to have that insight information as to when is the perfect time. It's not like we have a map to say, you know, okay, so at December, December 12 at five in the morning is a time when uh, the stocks are going to be just right and I'm going to be able to start my blog and I'm going to be able to start my business and register my business on this exact day. There's no such thing. Only God has that view. Only he has that wisdom. So in other words, what you have, what we have to do is be a doer and just do it because there's never going to be a perfect time and there's never going to be a perfect weather to do what we're supposed to do. So. Are you a perfectionist? Is this something that you are battling with? Is this something that you have trouble with for a while now? If you don't know, or if you're not sure, 
that's okay. We are going to go over some signs of what perfectionism look like, some symptoms so that you can have an idea of what to look out for um, within yourself or those around you. So first and foremost is procrastination, which is one of the main signs of someone who is a perfectionist. And the thought that this person has is if I can't get it done perfectly, then I won't do it. I will wait until I am ready. Another sign is that you're taking a long time to complete a simple task. And this is a little bit different from procrastination. Something that usually will take you 30 minutes to complete may take you about two hours until you see that it is perfect in what you see in your head. I'm guilty of this. I used to do this all the time until I realized and I was like, you know what? My goal is to get it done. And I've started even timing myself with certain tasks so that I won't be stuck on it for so long. So as soon as my timer goes off, that means I have to just move on, probably go through some minor edits and move on as soon as possible. Because if not, I will stay on a task for hours and hours until I get it done perfectly. Another sign is that you're so caught up on the details of the product or whatever you're doing that you overlook the experience. For example, let's say you are at your mother's house for the weekend having dinner. Um, You haven't seen your family in such a long time and all of a sudden you guys start playing a board game. So you get so hooked on the details on trying to win the game and try to mastermind everybody that you forget to enjoy the moment and enjoying the presence of your family and just just having fun with them as opposed to being such a perfectionist that you have to be perfect at all you do. You're paying too much attention to the details and you're missing the moment. Another sign is the mindset of if it's not perfect, it's not worth it. I'm not touching it. We don't even need to talk. I won't invite you to my podcast. I'm not going to go to your, your event to talk because it's not perfect. The advertisement is not up. You have wax speakers, so I'm not going to do it. Okay, now that sounds a little borderline bougie. And it's funny because if you do think of someone who is bourgeois, someone who is bougie, It's someone who is a perfectionist, someone who thinks that they live in a perfect world. You know, not all, because there are some people who just like great quality materials and they like great quality experiences. And they're, you know, they're just very um, nonchalant, you know, because you can be of excellence, but not be bougie. You know, another sign that you might be a perfectionist is that you're constantly comparing yourself to others. You're comparing your work to others. You're comparing your language, your outfit, your house, your car, whatever. You're often comparing yourself. You find something to uh, depict yourself about and you just put yourself down. And this is insecurity and feeling inadequate. So this leads to self-esteem. You ever congratulated someone for doing a great job and you really genuinely thought that they did a great job and they were like, no, I could have done better. I mean, you did good. I I just was okay. And then it kind of just makes you feel some type of way like, wait, hold on. I I really thought you was awesome and you you thought you was whack and you looking at me like I was good. You know, that's insecurity. That's feeling like you're not enough and you're not sure of yourself. 
Another sign is that you're a sore loser. Sometimes you might avoid playing board games with somebody or with a group of people because you fear of looking like a fool or you feel like being the loser in front of everybody. And just the thought of failing just makes you really afraid, the fear of failure. So oftentimes you would avoid going to group parties and being involved in conversations because you don't want to look like you don't know what you're talking about or that, you know, you just you're just not as smart as everybody else. So you choose to shun yourself away because if it's not perfect, then you won't say it. Like if if you're sure that you're sure that you don't know what you're talking about, then you're just not going to talk because you don't want to be seen like you're you're silly, which is kind of silly, right? Like we do that. We do stuff like that, man. We, we need to work on this, y'all. Like that's not healthy. It makes me think like when a teacher is done with a teaching lesson or at the end of a workshop, the teacher will say, does anybody have any questions? Please ask questions if you have any. There's no such thing as a dumb question. And all the perfectionists in the room say, oh, we, I'm not talking at all. Unless I know what I'm talking about, I ain't saying nothing. Like, you know, you have a question is a burning question that you have and it will set things straight if you have the answer. But you're not going to ask because you don't want to seem like a fool in front of your peers and you don't want to look like a failure. You don't want them to look down on you. So you rather take the L and just not know as opposed to, you know, having the little chance of looking like a fool. That's a big alert that you might be a perfectionist. Lastly, another sign that you might be a perfectionist is that you're too busy being perfect to be present. For example, you will hide out on group photos. You will kind of like stand in the corner while everybody is taking a photo. You wouldn't take any selfies because you're not in your best outfit or you don't have any makeup on. So you kind of just linger in the background due to the fear of not being perfect. That is another sign that you might be a perfectionist. That was a whole chunk. Quick story. So an area where perfectionism was affecting me was with my social media post. So there was a point where I wasn't posting any photos of myself at all because I felt like I didn't have great quality photos. I felt that in order to look good or for my Instagram to look the way I wanted to, they had to be A1 quality photos taken by an amazing photographer. And I did, at the time, I didn't have that. And I still kind of don't have that now. I have photos up, but I don't have like quality photos up. And then I had to really come into realization with myself. I'm like, Dela, you have photos. They might not be great, but they're photos. And there's stories behind those photos that can transform and inspire someone's day. And ultimately, my mission is to help others pursue their purpose. And so the final question for me that did it for me was, all right, Dela, are you going for perfect or purpose? Are you looking to look perfect or are you looking to push someone into their purpose? Perfect or purpose? The decision is yours. And I chose purpose. No matter how silly or how bad the quality of my photo was, I said, I'm going to put it up there if it's going to change and impact somebody else. 
And that's exactly what I did. And I'm committed to doing so for the rest of my life. So let's switch gears and let's talk about tips on how to overcome perfectionism. Number one, seek help professionally. You can hire a therapist or a counselor to help you professionally deal with this condition. Number two, challenge your all or nothing thoughts. You know those thoughts where you're like, if it's not perfect, I'm not doing it. Challenge that. It's okay to make mistakes. Every graphic is not going to look perfect. Every image is not going to look perfect. Every caption is not going to be perfect. Every hashtag is not going to be perfect. The point is that you need to make mistakes in order for you to excel. It is okay to make mistakes. In fact, some of us are desperately needing to make mistakes because it's the only way that we learn. Not the only way, but you know, it's a great way for us to learn and accelerate into where we need to be. Number three, speak life about yourself. The power of our tongue is so amazing. We can either speak death or speak life. And that scripture, you can find it in the book of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Number four is to time yourself. Give yourself 20 minutes to work on a specific post. And if it's longer than 20 minutes, you know you got to pick it up a little bit. Time yourself in the tasks that you do. I'm telling you, it works wonders. It's the only way that I'm able to get things done in the office because if not, I will be stuck doing things for two hours and that is not good. It's not healthy because I have so much to do and I'm sure you do too. So produce your work despite of the mistake or, or the unfinished work. Just get it done. Time yourself. And as soon as the timer is off, you give yourself a few seconds to look at the mistakes and fix it. But do not spend too much time on it. Just move on. Number five, compare yourself to yourself and no one else. Compare yourself to yourself and no one else. I always say I strive to be better than who I was yesterday because that is going to give me on who I am to become tomorrow. Strive to become better. Strive to become better and stop looking at others and comparing yourself. Lastly, number six, revamp your environment. Make sure that you are exposing yourself to the right things that are fueling you in a positive way. Aim for good vibes, positivity, uplifting, motivation, inspiration. Aim for those things and get rid of the things that bring negativity such as movies reality tv shows that may trigger your insecurities some books some songs like pay attention to what you are allowing to influence you because it affects your mind your spirit and your well-being overall now with all that being said what i want to leave you with is that if this condition is left untreated it can manifest physically, which will eventually turn into stress, anxiety, depression, and mental health issues. And the last thing I want is for us to just sweep things under the rug and not deal with it. You know, this podcast really was created for self-development and business success. And it is my goal to see you guys accelerate in faith 
and in business and be the best person you have been created to be. As the Lord declared in Jeremiah 1, 5, that he has known you before you was in your mother's womb. So with that being said, that's all for today's episode. This was a good conversation. I enjoyed it. I, I really liked this. High five, Holy Spirit. You you did that. I give glory to God because this was really a good conversation. It helped me and I hope that you guys were blessed too. So don't forget to be a blessing to someone else and share this podcast episode. Also, rate and leave a review if you have enjoyed this show. So with that being said, I'll see you guys next week. Have an amazing week and we'll see you guys then. Bye guys.